The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Peter approached Jesus and asked him, Lord, if my brother sins against me, how often must I forgive? As many as seven times? Jesus answered, I say to you, not seven times, but seventy-seven times. That is why the kingdom of heaven may be likened to a king who decided to settle accounts with his servants. When he began the accounting, a debtor was brought before him who owed him a huge amount Since he had no way of paying it back, his master ordered him to be sold, along with his wife, his children, and all his property in payment of the debt. At that, the servant fell down, did him homage, and said, Be patient with me, and I will pay you back in full. Moved with compassion, the master of that servant let him go and forgave him the loan. When that servant had left, he found one of his fellow servants who owed him a much smaller amount. He seized him and started to choke him, demanding, pay back what you owe. Falling to his knees, his fellow servant begged him, be patient with me and and I will pay you back. But he refused. Instead, he had the fellow servant put into prison until he paid back the debt. Now, when his fellow servants saw what had happened, they were deeply disturbed and went to their master and reported the whole affair. His master summoned him and said to him, You wicked servant, I forgave you your entire debt because you begged me to. Should you not have had pity on your fellow servant as I had pity on you? Then in anger his master handed him over to the torturers until he should pay back the whole debt. So will my heavenly father do to you unless each of you forgives your brother from your heart. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus. Last uh, Monday, I found myself sitting with an elderly priest. He has served over 50 years as a priest in this diocese. It was like going back in time. We met in Pinehurst, where he is retired. We walked and talked through the afternoon and enjoyed a meal together. At the beginning of our time, we sat down. And he pulled out a little book called the Ordo, which tells the priest what each Mass is being celebrated for that week. We went through each day of the upcoming week and discussed the saints and the significance of each day. He was so poised, deliberate, and intentional as we contemplated the week. No rush, quiet, taking in the beautiful reality of being a Catholic priest. My hope and prayer for all of us today is that we too can slow down enough and take in this week. Do you remember when I told you what a homeless African-American man told me a few weeks ago in the morning on our coffee run? Welcome to a new day, Pastor. No one has ever seen this one before. We could say the same for this new week. This week's theme running through the readings is about forgiveness. Like the Eucharist, it is an essential tenant of our faith. God is calling us to meditate and contemplate and grow in our ability to forgive 
and be forgiven. On this day, spend some time as a family discussing if there is any need for forgiveness inside your homes. Don't be afraid to speak. Don't be scared to listen. Let's pray for one another this week with this verse of the responsorial psalm that we have just recited and prayed together. For as the heavens are high above the earth, so surpassing is his kindness toward those who fear him. For as far as the east is from the west, so far has he put our transgressions from us. Peter approached Jesus and asked him, Lord, if my brother sins against me, how often must I forgive as many as seven seven times? Jesus answered, I say to you, not seven times, but 77 times. In other words, endlessly, constantly, and without calculation. As I looked around for some ways to help us better understand the process of forgiving, I ran across these nuggets from Bishop Barron, and I developed them a little bit. They aren't new ones, but perhaps one of them will help you this week to live these readings better. In the Lord's Prayer we pray, forgive us our our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. God forgives us first and always. And we in turn, as hard as it may be, must forgive in turn. First one. Keep your sin, your own sins before your mind's eye. The first thing we do when we come to Mass is pray, I confess to you, Almighty God, and to my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned. It's very easy for those words to go shooting right across your head, but they don't hit your heart because we're accustomed to praying it. I get it. I do it every day myself, right? Like I'm one of you when it comes to routine and falling into and not appreciating and just going along with the flow. I'm just like you. I have to break out of it every day. By remembering that we are sinners, we are dying to ourselves and Jesus can begin to live in us. Second one, go to confession regularly. But I would add... Don't use confession as a crux. You know the ones you hop on, you kind of pull it in, so this is what... That can be a temptation for us. Whereby you go with an attitude of, well, God is going to forgive me. Nevertheless, I keep repeating the same sins. It's important that we do our part to make the confession effective. It's a... It's powerful to hear someone say, Father, I'm struggling with this sin, but I am improving. That's because grace and this person's conscientious effort are working together. It would be a, it's a complaint against Catholics. Oh, you just go to confession. Have you heard that one? Yeah, it's real. Confession is one of our greatest treasures. Handle it with care. It's one of those greatest gifts that we can offer our world, which is consumed with hatred. 
Forgive offenses quickly. Don't give them time to settle deeply into your psyche. Seek reconciliation right away. Clearly, we can see from the parable of our unforgiving servant, he neither fully appreciated the gift of forgiveness when he received from the king, and in turn, he was incapable of forgiving his fellow servant. We could say he experienced forgiveness, maybe, in a very superficial way, definitely, but it was short-lived. He lived on the surface of life, and in the end, life was all about him. St. Paul encourages us in in the letter to the Romans to live deeply the reality that Jesus died for us. In turn, we need to die to ourselves so that he can live inside of us. And the most powerful way to die to ourselves is to serve. Jesus said, I came to serve not be served. How important it is that spouses forgive each other quickly or their homes become a very unhappy place. Children know when mum and dad are at odds. Parents, I would like to encourage you to never go to sleep without saying, I'm sorry if there's something on your heart. Forgive through a concrete act or a sign. Let's stay with the unforgiving servant. After he was forgiven, what he should have done was go with his family to the temple and offer a sacrifice to God for the immense gift he received. He needed to think about what he and his family could concretely do for this gift received. Jesus understands our human nature because, well, he made it. He created us and he knows what we need. But because there was no concrete action, he didn't change. He was selfish and continued to be selfish, self-centered, and not a nice person. Is there a story in your life that highlights the gift of forgiveness? That is your takeaway and mine. Think of the many times you have been forgiven and the many times you have forgiven others. I close with these words of the good thief who died on the cross beside Jesus and his friend who was incapable of seeing his need to be forgiven. But the good thief did. And he said, Remember me. When you come into your kingdom. And what did Jesus say? Today you will be with me in paradise. To the very end, Jesus was teaching us how to forgive. The Lord inclines his ear to us and hears our supplication. United in faith. We turn to the Father with our prayers. For the church, her leaders, and all the faithful, that all may be blessed with wisdom and devotion, we pray to the Lord. Lord, That those who hold public office will imitate the goodness of God, who secures justice and the rights of all the oppressed. 
We pray to the Lord. That on this National Catechetical Sunday, God may bless all engaged in the work of education in the faith. We pray to the Lord. That the Lord will bless all husbands and wives and all who are preparing for marriage and assist marriages that are in trouble. We pray to the Lord. That our parish may grow in faith, hope, and love. We pray to the Lord. Today's Mass is being offered for the repose of the soul of Jimmy Joe Flowers. We pray to the Lord. That the Lord may preserve the members of our Army, Navy, Marines, Coast Guard, and Air Force from all harm. We pray to the Lord. For the repose of the souls of all the faithful departed, that through our prayers and those of the Blessed Mother, they may join the saints in heaven. Eternal rest grant unto them, O Lord. May their souls and the souls of all the faithful departed. Loving Father, you are gracious, just, and merciful. When we are brought low, please save us. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen.